0: Grand, rising, powerful being. Are you all over the place? You so talented that you don't know what to do with them talents? Are you a jack of all trades and master of none? Today's episode is about mastering one mission using many gifts. What does that mean? Listen, it's not a burden to have many gifts. It's actually great. You just have to learn how to align all your gifts towards one mission and know when to use each gift in its own season by listening to your intuition. So once you're able to do that, you're able to master one, then you add another one, then you add another one, and utilize all of it for one mission. Some people, they have many creative gifts, spiritual gifts, they have many skill sets, they just haven't found a way to align towards a mission. Now, most people do things for an outcome, but when you do things for for a mission, they merge much effectively. Okay, I know this because I'm that guy. Okay, I used to be um, an athlete most of my life, videographer, um, techie, um, so much different stuff. Right. But guess what? I mastered. They said the jack of all trades, the master of none. Listen, you can be the jack of all trades in his own season. Master each trade mixing together for one mission. (laughs) So that's what I'm going to be talking about. All right. This is a podcast and I'm your host, Ed. This is Ed Talks Daily, so I have to do a whole introduction. If you have not yet listened to this podcast, make sure you go to edtalksdaily.com, subscribe, all right? Um, This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a healthy body, healthy mind, healthy relationship that will lead to a healthy life? So this is all about becoming the best version of yourself. As I grow, I add more and more value. So if you go back and look, It's a process of how I've grown. That's what I'm giving to you. Now, today's episode is empowered by myself, other people I've talked to, and a lot of the people I come across are talented people. I come across healers, entrepreneurs, very empowering, because guess what? We have our spirit attract. You get what I'm saying? So this is why I actually do this. So now, I want to emphasize mission. Most people, they don't have a mission in what they do. They just have something they're good at. They have a gift. And that's great. You got to start with the gift. Like the seed of your gift is going to bear the fruit. But for each season, there's a different way you tend to the crops. Now, I know that's an analogy. And you're like, okay, Ed, can you put it in plain English for me? What does that mean? All right so i told you i was an athlete early on i've always been with my body so technically i didn't just now get into health i've been in health all my life but guess what i was in the training ground from using my gift of being in tune with my body when i was in science class they did this little experiment they're like yo everybody have a a different form of intelligence right and then my teacher was like yo one of your major forms of intelligence is actually using your body Right? It makes sense because I only played like seven sports. But enough about myself was, and then when I became in college, I was like, yo, you know what? I should probably become a personal trainer. I mean, it was obvious because I played all these sports. I learned how to exercise and move, and I'm motivational. I got that ambition, that drive. So I said, hey, let me do this. But beforehand, guess what I was doing? I was a videographer, right? So I started my first business called Priceless Capture. I was making videos at church. Then I started making videos at birthday parties. Then I started making content for people, right? Guess what I'm doing now? I'm a content creator who's talking about health. each season habits. There was a season in my life. Go back to like I was 10 or 12. This, this story has a point. I know I'm talking about myself, but it's a good thing. I'm like writing. I wrote for this website called helium.com and the internet was just like, right? and I was writing. I was doing poetry. I was doing blogging. So I was finding a way to put out my voice early on. Listen, you master it in its own season. You add it together for one mission. We're going to get to the point here. So I was just doing articles. I'm refining my skill sets of writing and thinking. But at this point, I'm not an orator now. I was mute till I was three or five. I don't remember the age specifically, but I was literally a remedial. Right? If I was in the US, they would have called me Retarded. (laughs) But that's not the right term. But that's what they would have called me. But it took me a little bit while to build and grow, of course. I utilized the skill set and gift in its own season. It grew, it grew. I added them together for one mission. Okay. So you're saying that each season has something you should focus on? Yes. It's going to be on the basis of some people focus on what they're really passionate about. Others focus on what the world needs right now so he's like how can I do it do the best with what you have or where you're at now I didn't just say hey I'm going to become the holistic health coach motivational speaker no I did not I refined my skill set of athleticism then I took what I knew from that and I just helped people with their physical body that's all I did And I didn't really know too much about the meditation, the internal, the Chinese medicine, the qigong, none of that. Shoot, I didn't even know about how to eat right. I really was like, if you want to lose weight, move more, eat less. Protein, carbs, (laughs) that's all I need. And I was eating that. I was doing so much bad stuff to my body. And I was giving my clients some bad information too, like a lot of people do, because they don't know better. The system did not really teach you correctly. There's an evolution of you. But I had a mission. What was my mission? My mission was simply this. I want to empower people to live a lifestyle of whole mind, body, and nutrition. I had one mission. I didn't have all the information, but I had one mission. When you have a mission, the universe creates Certain things aligns in a certain way that everything you need to fulfill the mission comes together, but you have to keep listening to your intuition. And you got to act upon what you have right now and what you're good at. So somebody says, I'm both a great artist. I can paint. I'm I'm both, I'm a singer. I could sing. Um, somebody says, I, I got so many talents. Which one should I focus on? Somebody says, I'm trying to focus on all three, all five. Listen. What you can do is say, which one of these could I focus on right now and maybe possibly monetize, or can I focus on the most that that I have everything I need, that I can actually do this with very less um, friction? You focus on that, you do it as effective as you possibly can, and you keep doing it, and you have a mission in mind. So somebody says, oh, I don't necessarily have a mission yet, Ed. How do I come up with the mission? Listen. The mission is you need to fulfill a need that the, that the world needs. So you're like, oh, it's bigger than me? Exactly. All the mission is, is it's bigger than me. A vision is what you see yourself creating, what you see yourself building to fulfill a need. That's the mission. As I told you, to inspire, motivate, and uplift people to live a whole mind, body, and nutrition. And Then I put another thing behind it by doing so myself. So, go back full circle, I found out that it's one thing to show up in person and do it. I found out that I needed to have other skill sets in order to do that, like making content. That's when it hit me. This whole time, when I was a videographer, God was preparing me to be able to do content that empowers and inspires. So I utilized a skill set I developed way back when, when I was doing videos for church and and birthday parties and now i use it to create content i took the skill set of writing now i use it to write captions and quotes i took the skill set of tech work to build systems each season i had it there was a time where i was just super curious about computers just focus on that i wasn't i was doing other things but there was there's a season where you're extremely you're, you just focus on that just focus on it I know you got other skill sets. They're going to refine themselves. They're going to come. But some people, they just try to do everything all at once. No. Work on one skill. Work on another skill. Work on another skill. Remember the mission. Combine them. And get out there. So you're like, hmm, okay. That's interesting. Wow. Okay. So you mean to tell me I have like five major things I could do. You're saying just pick one of them and do it right now? And focus on it intensely for the next three, six, 12, year, three years, six years, however, however long it takes to get to a point where I feel really great and comfortable about it. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying you do not have to refine all your skill sets all at once because you have, you're you going to spread yourself too thin. So don't spread yourself too thin trying to do everything together. Focus on mastering one thing in it's season. How do you know if it's the right season? Or oh, Ed, how do I know if it's the right season? Oh, come come closer. I don't I don't know. You know. You're like, how do I know? Your intuition, right? You know if it's the right season, cause there's a calling. You feel like I should be doing that. You kind of hear the voice. You're like, that's what I should be doing right now. But you're like, man, I can't hear. It's so noisy. There's just so much stuff. I can do. It's so noisy. Oh, okay. Now we got to go back. You see. The issue is now is you need clarity, focus. A lot of people don't have clarity and focus. You're like, how do I do that? Sometimes in order for you to refine a skill set or a gift, you have to go within and get in a point where you have a peace of mind. So you're like, oh, personal development. It's always the right season to grow. You're like, what do you mean by that? It means even if you're not working on anything, You always work on yourself, okay? So what I always teach people is how to cultivate self. And I'm grateful to have learned tools and practices to help me do that more and more effectively, like breathing patterns, like routines, like how to eat a certain way, like Qigong, like all of these different things along the way that I've learned have allowed me to cultivate myself in such a way when I just know, oh, it's the season for that. Oh, that's the next thing I need to do. You get what I'm saying? Because we're looking for answers from everybody when the answer is right here. But if it's noisy, if it's toxic, if there's inflammation, you can't hear the direction that your intuition is trying to give to you. And a lot of times you already get the direction in the form of not just information. You get the direction in the form of ideas. So you're like, man, I got a bunch of ideas. Should I execute all of them? Nah, don't. Slow your roll. Slow your, don't execute all of them. Just, But guess what? Write them down. Organize your ideas. Now, you're like, oh, why, don't I, why shouldn't I execute all my ideas? Not every idea is for this season because you have not grown to execute it yet. Okay, somebody says, I want to run a multi-million dollar corporation. Yet, yeah, they have not been able to run a multi-hundred dollar bank account. So maybe it is a season for you to refine your philosophy on how to more effectively manage your money personally, as well as building structure. Look, most people want to be a millionaire, but they have not became a hundred thousandaire. So you got to set your goals in a way where they're smart, specific, measurable, attainable, time bound. You're like, what do you mean by that? There are milestones to everything. There are milestones to everything. And once you recognize that there are milestones to everything, you start focusing on the lap that you're running. Somebody says, hey, oh, should I only focus? Okay, focus on the lap. Focus on the stride, knowing where you're heading, the vision, and knowing why you're doing it, the mission. So guess what? How do you run a mile? You run a mile by putting one feet after another, one feet after another, striding, striding, breathing, striding, breathing, striding. So you remember I told you you have to cultivate self? And then I I did this thing saying it's like a run, but it's not a sprint. You've heard this. It's a marathon. So the stride is the actions that you take. The breath is the restoration so that you don't burn out as you take the action. So that way you don't just fall out. You know what I'm saying? So it's an analogy. Hear it well. Every stride you take is effort. This is action. This is energy put forth. Every breath you take is restoration. So just as much as you're striding towards the goal, you're working hard, you're putting in the axe, You have to remember to recuperate, to get more zen. Now, one of the things I wish I would have learned when I was a track runner was how to breathe more consciously using my diaphragm. Now, I was breathing, of course, you have to, but I didn't actually learn how to use the diaphragm. I wish my coaches would have taught me that. So because I would be able to run more effectively. Now, when I'm running, it's like, I feel like I'm just zenning out. I'm like, ooh, it feels so good. I feel like I'm running on clouds. So it's the same thing. You don't want to... Sh- drive yourself into falling down in the race. You want to be able to enjoy the process. And you want to be able to look around what's happening and say, "Oh my goodness, I'm getting better. Every day I'm getting better in every way." You get what I'm saying? A lot of people, they're so they just want to get out the thing and just boom. No, you're going you might pull a string. Now, here's what I learned. What's waiting for you ahead It's actually requiring that you build yourself to a certain level to be able to handle it. Now, a lot of people, they work all of their lives with the skill set and gift that they have, and they make it. But they didn't refine certain parts of their character or certain parts of their habits. So when they got it because of the gift they had, they lost what they were going for because they did not refine certain parts. Let's take athletes for an example we got the athletes they focus on their gift they they all of their lives they showed up to practice focusing on their gift that's amazing practice don't be like Alan Allen Anderson you talking about practice you talking about practice don't be don't be ai all right so what they did is they just practice on their craft but they never refine their character they never start to heal they never worked on on other stuff remember Once you develop personally, you will ensure that you keep the rewards that you get from your gift. So, you must always ensure that you're developing personally. That's personal development. There are certain things that you need to grow so you can keep what you get. So, you're like, hey, oh, man, Ed, like, right now, my business is not going so well. I'm facing some major challenges. Well, that's a great thing because guess what? You're getting prepared. This is what happened. We want to do such great things. You as a healer, you as a coach, you as an entrepreneur, you want to do some amazing things. But guess what? The challenges lie ahead. It's not going to be an easy path, but it's going to be worth it. It's already worth it. So life has it in a way that. As you get there. Everything's not going your way specifically because it's you gotta get refined, right? And in that as you refine, you become the type of person that can handle it. They're like, yo, oh man, you've been five years. You look, you look, you, you, you started this, you came out like a whole different person. What happened? Well, I had a strong vision, I had a strong mission enough to keep me through all the obstacles that came. And out of that, I was refined to a point where. I grew to be the type of person that'd be able to run this multi-million dollar corporation. They're like, how are you so powerful as a coach, as a speaker, as a teacher? Well, I've learned from all the mistakes I've made. I've learned from all the things that happened. I actually sought out, look, the problems that you are blessed with. Some, oh, let's go back a little bit. The problems that you are blessed with are actually causing you to seek for a solution you would have never stepped into unless you had that problem. So problems are actually a blessing so you could seek for a solution that makes you more valuable. Now, a lot of the things that I'm teaching now was a solution I found to a problem I had, you get what I'm saying? And because I had a problem, I had to seek for a solution. So I found a teacher, either by life, either a person, either a book, either nature, either intuition. So many different things teach you. Not just people. Things. Kids. The tree. Uh, something happened. You watch something on the TV. You, you, history teaches you. Problems are, opp- are God-ordained opportunities to improve the solutions you have in your belt so somebody says oh my goodness what's the worst that can one of the things that happened to me that i that helped me grow so much was what's the worst that can happen because i found out the worst that can happen is not really that bad when you start in your business the worst that can happen let me tell you is that you can lose everything you can lose all your money your house and have nothing you have to start from the bottom. That's the worst that can really happen with your business. as it really suggests that aspect. Now, there's other parts that can get iffy. I'm not even going to get to that. But as far as the financial aspect, when you take a financial risk to bring something out to the world, one of the worst things that can happen is that you can lose. But guess what? You can take your time to recover it, figure out why didn't that work, and revamp it. Businesses fail not because they failed. But because the person who faced a major obstacle stopped going for it, stopped looking at a different vantage point. They start, they stopped doing that. The moment they stopped, the business stopped. So I've stopped many times. I've had to step back, step in, look at it from a different perspective, and start over. I do that consistently. Somebody says, Ed, you, you haven't failed yet. Of course not. Because I keep finding other ways to keep doing what I'm doing. Somebody says, well, Ed, you're not that. You're not like super big yet. Keyword, yet. I am finding different ways. In the process of it, you actually become better if you keep focusing on continuous improvement. I told you I was a fitness trainer. There's information I lacked. I wasn't this prominent speaker like I am. But as you utilize one gift God gives you, more is revealed. But you have to refine it, refine it, refine it, refine it. and don't base it on what's glittering. Base it on the infinite gold of your gift. My current, what I do now sprout from what I was born to do. It isn't a sprout from what I saw somebody else doing. Now, you can do anything that you want and align it with a mission, Because everything at the end of the day is to help better the quality of life of other people. You can do anything. But if you're going to put your energies towards something, why not put it towards the thing that you were made to do, born to do, and that you love? Because that will keep you growing no matter what. All I do is grow, grow, grow no matter what. Let's say that a couple of times. All I do is grow, grow, grow no matter what hurricanes, all I do is grow, grow, grow no matter what. Floods, all I do is grow, grow, grow no matter what. No weather is going to break me down. The hurricane comes, I'm going to soak in some of that water. I'm going to get in my roots. I'm going to grow taller. Oh my goodness. The winds came and ravaged all my leaves. I'm going to spread my seeds all over the garden. Now I'm going to expand myself Oh, they thought they buried you, but they forgot you were a seed. All I do is grow, 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 no matter what. So when one thing comes, you find another way. You find another way. You find another way. You revamp. You reap. This is the mentality of the greats, okay? So guess what? Your biggest opportunity lies when something doesn't come easy because When you do what comes easy and normal and basic, this is when you are doing the same thing as everybody else. So you have to get customized challenges for customized results. Now, there was a time when I came up with the in-home personal training. I just didn't have money or a gym. So I said, "Mm, let's be smart. I don't have money or a gym. Why don't I just create my own gym, put it in my car, and take it to the beach and take it to the park, and I'll train people that way. That's what I did. I found out that out of your lack, you can be resourceful and do something that nobody has seen before. Out of your pain, you can produce a different result because now you're not just repeating what you read. You are giving out the tools that help you prosper out of your pain. So somebody says, Ed, I can feel it. I love your podcast. It's like you're talking to me. I feel it. I know because I'm talking to myself. I'm turning my pain into a product because I lived my pain and I figured out certain things that helped me overcome it. And now I just bring that to other people. That's that's all I do. Right? That's the basis of it all. So somebody says, how come all these products is innovative? What was it? Somebody had a problem. It was like, man, I wish this existed. And what they did was it was like, oh, what gifts and skill set I have that I can make this exist? And they said, oh, I am the solution to the world problem. So they brought themselves as the solution. Now they got a new product and now it's all over the world. They're like, wow, I didn't. Somebody says, I used to struggle with the skin problem. Now I find out a solution for my skin. Now that's what I sell. As a young kid, I'm always good at this, but people didn't. This happened. Now I'm. That's all it is. So, your challenge is your opportunity to serve. So, you're like, ah, I know, I know, but right now it's, it's unbearable. It's painful. I'm not making any money. It sucks. I know, I know. But guess what? You produce in the midst of it. Just keep producing. You're like, what do you mean? Just keep, because your best stuff, you think your best stuff comes out when you got all the stuff. Your best stuff comes out of nothing. In the beginning, the earth was void. The earth was void. I mean, the planet, everything was void. And then it was like, let there be. So it is in your void that you say, let there be. You know what I'm saying? It is when you are at the, oh my goodness, I just, my health is all, the, my health is down. I need to find some solution. And you found a solution and you're like, My health was down. Now I found a solution. Like now you change your whole lifestyle because you learn to appreciate that you're not always going to have your health. Your health was down. So now you found a solution. Now your lifestyle shift. Sometimes God wakes you up with a challenge to save you all your life. And you're like, oh, I didn't know why I had to go through that. No, God was trying to give you, oh, okay, listen, if you don't do this, it's not going to be good for you. So sometimes you want to do the thing that's not, beneficial to you and feel good, but feeling good is a reward. So why would that? No. So nature has it set up in a way that if you do things that's unbeneficial to you, that you're going to feel a certain way. And out of wanting to go towards pleasure, you're going to learn certain truths that if you adopt consistently over time, long enough, it's going to create a such a way, such a life that you appreciate. Now, some people, they take that information, they say, I love it. Thank you, life. Thank you, God. Thank you, problems. Thank you, obstacles. I'm going to take it, put it in my pocket. I'm going to save it, use it for myself and not tell anybody about it. Somebody says, hey, it's more than me. I'm going to create a mission out of that. I'm going to take this. I'm going to package it. I'm going to deliver it in the form of a speech. I'm going to put it in a book. I'm going to create a product. I'm going to create this store that solves that solution that no one else is solving like this because I wish I had that. And when I found that, I now, I'm, now I got it. So a lot of things sprout from pain. So you have to learn to treasure and grow through your pain. That's what my book is all about. Grow through the pain. Don't go through it. Grow through it. So I love my look, my best episodes, I feel like, is going to be during the times when I actually endured the same thing I talked about because it's I'm very close to it. Somebody says, I'm a creator like you, I'm an artist like you, I'm a painter like you. And you're like, Oh, what do you mean like me? We're all artists. All your creativity, you have to put your your pain, put it in it. You're like, what? Yes, there's beauty in your pain. Literally. There's such beauty in it. Because guess what? What connects all of us is not just the peace and love and light, but it's the pain. It's the suffering too. So when you're able to put that into your art and showcase the beauty of it, it has a deeper impact. When it's more than just what you wanted. Well, I just, I just wanted to create this. When it's like, oh, you know what? I wanted to create this paint because I really wanted to help myself family people something beautiful comes out of it so once again master one mission align your gifts master one mission with many gifts and you figure out once you align your mission many things start coming from it once you get when you find out what your gifts is and you you start to say hey this is what I want to create in the world you find out that it, it's a beautiful blend. The things you thought were pulling you apart, it comes so easily to you. So now you're able to take that and multiple. Fa- so let me give you an example. And I could. Use, it's better to use myself because I know me more than I know anybody. Right? I'm with myself all the time. I mean, I can't get away. I just can't. I, sometimes I try to. <laughs> we all try to get away one way or the other, don't we? But you can't. Okay. Um, so what I learned was. Everything was working for me, not against me, okay? The challenges, the obstacles, the things that I thought, the business I thought were failed were just teaching me a skill set I needed for my effort. Like, the business I thought failed was teaching me what I needed to know for the next evolution of me. You're like, oh, I failed this bit. No, you didn't fail. You got a skill set from it. Extract the skill set, use it for one mission in this new packaged up like, what do you mean? I'm telling you right now, every single thing I teach has sprouted from a different segment. So I need you to go back in your life and review to see what areas were you focused on, what periods of your life. When I was writing a brand kit, I I did a timeline. I was like, between this age and that age, this is what I was focused on. Between this age and that age, this is what I was focused on. Between this age and that age, I was like, oh, how can I put all of this together to package it out and deliver it to the world? I had wrote this thing down three, four years ago. Now I'm looking back at it and it's like, wow, it's all coming together. I didn't necessarily see it, right? I didn't know that I'd be an orator. I didn't know that my voice was this powerful. I didn't know. Look, I didn't even speak English till I was like 11. Think about it. I came to the U.S. at nine. I'm like, Zoe boy from the boat. I didn't come from the boat. I took a plane. I took the plane. I took the plane, you know, got the citizenship. But you know, I'm from the island, I'm from Haiti. You know, I'm from Aiti, Sakpasinap, live it. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't speak till I was past three years old, but I just kept utilizing my gift. Look, somebody says, I'm so quiet, I want to be more. Look, sometimes your introvert personality is what you need to just learn and consume so much and listen. And then one day, you're like, oh, my goodness, this person is so smart. How did did they so smart? Well, I spent a lot of time not talking a lot. You was doing all the talking. I learned, I learned, I learned, I learned, I learned, and boom. At some point, it was like, oh, my goodness, it's all in me. I got to bring it out, okay? So I was like the quiet kid focusing on my craft. Everybody's out here. They're having breakfast. I'm like, oh, it's 6 a.m. You having breakfast? Oh, yeah? My breakfast is... Laps on the track, baby. Somebody says, "Oh, hi! We didn't make it to the end Olympics." You're right. I didn't make it to the Olympics, but now I know how to run the marathon called entrepreneurship because I've learned discipline, I've learned consistency, I've learned how to push past the pain. So somebody said, "Oh, all of it was meaningless because you didn't make it to the." I wanted to be in the NBA, but guess what? I I developed athletic skill sets. I developed, look, I took my idea. Look, I was like, oh, I know how to play basketball. So I help people train playing basketball, doing this. All of those, I learned how to be in a team early on. If you really go back and study your life, you're going to see that you've been in a training ground. And all you got to do is, ooh, oh, it's already in you. Oh, man, I've been training for this all my life. That's what I found out. But it was happening in stages. I didn't even know it, but I was being led intuitively, and it's a beautiful thing. That's why you want to add fitness. Now, before I meditated, I meditated. Let me repeat that again. Before I meditated, I meditated by running, and people like, meditation and not running. Well, like the master teacher, Dr. Love, said, movement is one of the best ways to raise your vibration. I was always moving. No wonder my vibration was so high. I didn't even know, and I thought... And guess what? Running uh, uh, releases endorphins, natural painkiller. And when you feel good about beating somebody, you know, that's also, you get what? Dopamine, right? When you feel like you're good at something. like And at the same time, just called the runner's high. And guess what? When you run past, I'm I'm a long distance runner, right? After mile seven in a 10 mile run, it takes a sort of mental resiliency to keep going. You get in this flow state. So guess what? I've been a Zen master <laughs> just by running, playing sports. So this is why you want to add fitness to your routine, no matter what. So I'm saying you really have to look back and see what it is. some people say. Man, I used to play volleyball. I used to be really good at it. Now I no longer play volleyball, and I failed. No, you did not. You acquired some skill sets that you could. Like volleyball is a is a sport. We have to collab with your teammates. You have to be on in one accord. You can take that anywhere, but you got to realize that these things, everything does not look like it does at the end, like it looked in the beginning. It transforms, but just because it transform, it transform, it changes form does not mean it's not beneficial. You know, if you go back, you'll see you've been doing it. All. You have to go back and see what you've been doing all your life. I'm looking back at 10 years ago, 12 years ago. I'm looking at my post. I'm like, whoa, I'm 14 writing this quote. I was like, man, I was born for this. I'm like, wow, I'm so amazed. And I was like, I was selling patties and chips. I was born for entrepreneurship. And I'm not like talking all good. It's just, that's my life. That's what I experienced. I'm like, oh, everything works in this season. It comes back around. So trust. But what most people are doing, and we're going to end it here, is they're not focusing on what they're good at, their seasons, their intuition. They're looking at everybody else and they're just hopping. They're hopping on the trends. And I'm not you can make money hopping on the trends, but then long term, you're not revealing the greatness. And that's what make that's what separate the greats from the people that make money. A lot of people make money operating on the trends. But a lot of people don't ever become great in one thing because they have not aligned it with their gifts and their tra- and what's been training them all of their life. So you can strategically do something to make money, but make sure you go back and reinvest it in your gift. Okay, I've done that many times. In fact, in this season of my life, I have so much clarity of where I'm going, where I'm going, that I actually can and will start to put my effort towards certain things that would just bring me income as I refine my gifts so I can do what I'm great at better. But you have to understand that each time coming season. There's also a season for you to not even make any money. Somebody says, what? I thought I'm always supposed to make money. Well, let me tell you something. I learned a lot of this stuff because I didn't have a job. And I followed a teacher, and I didn't have anything, so I learned it because I wasn't giving publics my time, so I was able to study, that's actually a good thing, somebody says, ah, man, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that, Uh, you mean to tell me sometimes you got to stay with your parents for a little bit to get yourself together just so you could, do, and it's not an ego, it's actually a good thing, it's not a bad thing, yeah. Don't let society fool you. Okay, listen, people are putting a persona and because they want to look good in the eyes of you. But in the reality, they probably went through the same stuff you're going through. They're just not telling you. Because everybody wanna look good. Nobody wanna tell you, oh my goodness, you know, I was I got evicted. I lost my car. You know, my car, I just woke up one day and my car was gone. Like, dang, what happened? Nobody tell you that you know. Sometimes you get out of character. Sometimes you you get addicted to stuff. Nobody tells you that. Oh, you know, I have to move back to my parents' house. These are these are my stories, and I've went through many things. They all humbled me, helped me heal, helped me try. Every everything happened in season for a reason. But like I, I tell people all the time, trust the process. Somebody says, "Hey Ed, I want to sign up for your coaching." You so you so inspiring. I'm going through so much stuff right now. It's it's hard for me. And I'm going through all of this. And now I'm actually trying to seek a way to get out of it. And I'm like, that's so good. I'm so happy for you. I'm like, what? I thought you'd be you'd be like sympathetic. No, I'm very happy for you. I am happy that you're going through this struggle. You are actually going through exactly what you need to grow through. That's how I feel about it. Because I know what comes out of it. Oh, I just lost my job, been working there, now I have to be creative on how I'm going to make some... I'm like, thank God. You're like, what? That's very inconsiderate, Ed. Mm. Why do you say thank God? Somebody's struggling in their demise, shouldn't you feel? No. Because I know the spirit that lies within you. I am going to tell you this. Once you say this is not... I am going to find a way to be more creative, more than ever. You're going to, like, you're going to... So much revelations come out of you. Like You have to grow to that next level. I'm at a point right now, you're like, yo, Ed, you're so talented. You need to be speaking all around the world. I am frustrated. I should be on stages all around. I am going to be on stages all around the world, and I'm not. Guess what I'm doing now? I have to put an extra level of energy and creativity beyond what I do, because it's, it's it has to work or it has to work. I love the frustration, because my frustration gets me motivated. I am more motivated than i ever been motivated because I I see what's in me. I know what I have. I know what the, the, the world needs what I have. So now I've got to be more motivated to put in more work because obviously there's so much in me, but there, there is something, there must be a block and I need to overcome it. And I know that overcoming that I must do is something somebody else is going to need Therefore, I know this is a valuable part of my life because in its own, it's teaching me how to get it from the mud. So now I'm saying, what did I, okay, from the beginning, what did I do that got me to start my business and start making consistent income? And when I used a personal trainer, I used to get it from the mud, talking to people one-on-one, giving them flyers, like going to shop to shop, brochures. That's the work that I must do more consistently. I got to go. I got to do the grunt work because guess what? Making those calls. How much people am I calling every day? So I'm deciding I'm not going to let my disappointment disappoint me from my dream. I'm going to reset the appointment by doing the grunt work. So guess what? Out of that, I'm going to learn way more. I'm going to be more valuable now. Now, a healer comes to me and says, Ed, you know, I'm struggling, and this is the stage that I'm at. Nah, I would be, the more I'm able to get over these stages, the more I can help more people. And you're like, why you keep saying that? Why is that so important? What else is there to do? What else is there to do but to add value? What else is there to do but to express what's in you? What else is there to do but to have a, a mission and that's what keeps me going, a mission that's bigger than myself. Of course, I'm I'm going to be a millionaire, maybe a billionaire. Who knows? But the reason why is because I want to empower a million people. The reason why is because I want those million people to go empower a million each, and then that's billions. So because I have a different mindset about it, how can I be stopped because, oh, I didn't make no money this week? Oh, I didn't make no money today. I can't stop. Like it just it's bigger. Like, okay, I didn't make no money, but somebody heard my message and something happened. So technically, I made I made money, I just don't have it in my hand. you like, well, what do you mean by that? No, I added a value, and value is the reciprocation for money. Like the value added is the money. They just didn't, I just gave it to them out of the blessing of my like I'm gifting you something that people will pay me. 40, 50, 100 grand for, for an hour of. You're like, what do you mean? That's what they're going to pay me. They're like, how are you so sure? I am sure. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so sure. I'm just, I am certain. And you have to get to a point where you have a level of certainty in the midst of uncertainty. Somebody says, yeah, right. You're going to make 40, 50 grand from a speech. You're making zero dollars from it now. You're giving it for free. Yes. I will your gift will make the room for you, okay? The gift. So you just gotta keep refining it. all right? Because guess what? I'm talented. I could probably go work for a corporation. I'm very talented. I could I could just go sign up for a job. I really can like I got a lot of skill sets. Somebody will be blessed to me to, to pay me a wage. Somebody will be very blessed. To, to pay, like, I am saying this authentically, they will be blessed to have me. I'm 100% sure of that. But I have a, I have a mission that I'm listening to, and I'm going by that because it's, it's, not about, it's not about what Ed wants. Okay. If you give enough people what they want, what they need, you have everything you want. Who said that? Zig Ziglar. Your gift will make room for you. Who said that? The, the word. It's really cheap out. So that's where I'm coming from, and that's my message, and I'm sticking to it. All right, it's the holistic motivator. I want to thank you all for listening to this empowering session. Listen, if this was empowering to you and you said, "Hey, man, that was some great motivation. I'm on, I, I need. It. I'm. I'm on point. I'm gonna keep going, man." Listen, I just want to ask you for one thing in return. That's it. I just want to ask you for one thing. I don't, I, I'm not asking you for no money. You can pay me. You know, you can, though. You could cash app Ed Talks. That's something you could do, actually. You can go to edtalksdaily.com forward slash donate. Right? You can do that. But what I'm really asking you for is to leave a review. Because tr- I am getting this podcast all around the world. It's going to reach millions of people. And it's going to reach billions of people after a certain time. So guess what? If you leave a review, we're going to get closer to the goal. I really want to get close to this goal. So Spotify has it where you can leave a review. Apple Podcasts has it where you can leave a review. Now, if you listen on your Apple Podcast app, scroll down, five star, four star, just leave a review, whatever you you think this is, and then leave a text write about what you feel. But guess what? If you're not listening to it there, go to Spotify and you have an Android, leave a review. Five star, four star, whatever you think this is worth. But if you're like, oh, I'm just listening to it from the browser, go to edtalksdaily.com forward slash reviews. There, you can either click rate on Apple Podcasts or you can leave leave a review natively on the website. So once you do that, you're saying, oh, I don't just consume what you got. I support you with my action. You know what I'm saying? That's a different level of support. So, appreciate y'all for watching, tapping into this episode of Ed Talks Daily. And remember, you have the unlimited power in you to reveal all that's in you in its due season. One mission with many gifts. Peace.